it just goes to show that like such a small niche community, even though like millions of people in the world run, the whole run crew side of it is still quite niche. So I think when people see new things, I think they're like supportive. They're like a win for running is a win for everyone, right? Hello and welcome back to The Big Run. A few weeks ago, I went to link up with Jesse Hull. Jesse is a runner and founder of the Furies Run Club. Furies is a local community based in Sydney that engages in the act of running as a form of social interaction and shows an alternative side of running that is often overlooked. We shared some miles in the sun in East London as Jesse was over as part of a European summer trip and then it was time for coffee and we got chatting talking about Jesse's journey into running, where the idea behind Furies came from, helping the cause to get the Sydney Marathon into the majors and more. It's a great conversation and I'm grateful to Jesse for taking the time. Let's get into the interview. Here we are. Yep. We've got a man from Australia who's here. I had to, <laughs> I had to link up. Um, Jesse, thank you for, for meeting up with me. Um, do you want to maybe introduce yourself to the people listening, tell them a little bit about yourself, maybe why you're in London, and then we'll get into, into Furies and, and that story as well. For sure. Um, well, my name is Jesse Hall. I'm from Sydney, Australia, and I'm over here in London on holiday at the moment for my first time. And he's making you do a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> no, we definitely had to link up and do this while I was here. Um, yeah, I've just been on a big Euro trip, kind of exploring for the first time, seeing all the sights of the world. Um, yeah. What's been your first, what's been your takeaways from London? Because you're going back to tomorrow. What's going to be like your take home from London? Don't worry, I won't be offended. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm definitely keen to like chill out on the drinking a little bit when I get back. <laughs> um, maybe go to the pub less and definitely get some greens and some veggies into me. <laughs> But I think I will miss it. It's, um, it's really cool over here. There's a big sense of community and, I don't know, just a lot of people doing stuff over here. It's really cool. It's a good feeling. Nice. It's definitely a bit quieter back home in Sydney. So I think, yeah, I think I'll be missing that and thinking about that a lot. That's interesting. <coughs> Sydney always strikes me as like, well, I know it's not the capital, but like this big sort of metropolis, is it kind of quiet in comparison, do you think? To oh, definitely compared to London. Yeah. Uh, okay. I so, mean, it is a big city, but I guess the population of Australia is just really small. A bit more spread out as well. Yes, definitely, yeah. Um, yeah, I think Sydney's population is only like, maybe I could be completely wrong, but I think it's like eight or nine million. Don't fact check guys. <laughs> Don't fact check it. All the Australians listening will be like, you're wrong. Yeah, probably. You're wrong, you're wrong, you're wrong. Um, so <laughs> when did your running kind of journey sort of start then? When did, when did the running bug get you? Uh, I started running about four years ago. I think it was just like pre, just pre-COVID. Okay. There was a few people at my work mm -hmm. that were kind of getting into it. And to be honest, I grew up like hating running like my whole life, like I was never. Oh really? Yeah, I never got into running. I grew up skateboarding and playing music and stuff like that. And the whole idea of doing physical exercise just seemed, I don't know, it just seemed a bit crazy to me. <laughs> Which, what, what kid were you in PE then? Were you the kid who like loathed it? Like, was oh, that... I was the kid that like, when we had to do cross country, we would like 
dip off the course like 1k in and go down to like McDonald's or something and like drink some, I don't know, some Coke and then try to join the end of the race. Like when there's only a few hundred meters left to love go. That, love that, love <clears> that. Um, but yeah, there was a few people that I was working with that were kind of running together in the mornings before work. Uh -huh. And I don't know, it just seemed like a really positive thing to be a part of. They were just in like really good moods all day when they got back. And okay. so they kind of convinced me to come for some runs with them. And yeah, I guess that just really hit me there. <laughs> it got me good. It got you hooked. Yeah, it got, got me hooked like you. straight away. Um, it was kind of really good to have them supporting me at the start. Cause I know like a lot of people when they start running by themselves, they can doubt themselves or like oh, a bit harder to get into it. But with them helping me, they kind of showed me the ropes and got me really keen on it, oh, which nice. was cool, yeah. So when did you have the idea to create your own community then? Well, after these runs with people from work, it kind of disbanded uh -huh. and they kind of like went to work somewhere else or like weren't really around anymore. So um, I just kept running by myself pretty much for the next like three years. How was that with having, like, <laughs> having your sort of support system taken away? I don't know. I was kind of just like hooked on it and it oh, just became okay. a real like personal thing to me. But I also guess I kind of had this kind of imposter syndrome because the background I come from running isn't really considered like cool or anything. Like that kid that I was growing up that loathed uh, physical exercise and stuff. So I kept it quite personal and secret for a while. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, I just did it by myself, didn't really talk about it too much, didn't so, post photos about it or anything. Oh, okay. So, so because that, that group that sort of got you into it, they weren't around anymore. Was there another circle of friends who, if you'd said to them, hey, do you want to go and do a 10K before work? They might have been a bit like, Mm, what are you on about? Yeah, probably. People, <laughs> people still say that to me, like most of, my, most of the people I know. But I'm lucky I have like a group of running friends now. But no, I just kept it kind of secret and but I was getting really into it. I was training a lot, running a lot, ran in like my first race. I did like the Black Moors half marathon in Ooh. Sydney, which is now going to be Sydney Marathon. Went down to Melbourne and ran in the half marathon there. And then went down to Melbourne again the year after and did the full, my first full marathon. How was that? It was, it was good. Yeah, I was actually really like stoked on it. It was fun. But that's when it kind of, the whole community idea sparked for me. I saw other run clubs like AMPM, Kings Cross Track Club and Grave Runners and the stuff they were doing with Subspace at that time. Love that, yeah, and love Subspace, love shout out Logan. This is yeah. the second <laughs> podcast I've talked about Logan. We've got to get Logan on the podcast. Logan, if you're listening, get involved. Sorry, carry on. Yeah, we're well, just seeing what they were doing and me being like going down there by myself and running it by myself and seeing them with like a big support network and having fun with it and doing cool stuff around it. Um, I was just like, you know, I've got to bring this back home and create something like this of my own. So how does that start then? How does one begin? Like I literally, the, I was still in Melbourne like the day after the race. I just like started the Instagram page and like started telling people about it and advertised the first run for like a week or two after, I think. And that and was no it. messing. Yeah, no, no, yeah, messing. just straight into it. I was, I was, yeah, I was heavily influenced. I was ready to go. What, I mean, 
I'm just curious, going back to that version of yourself you were talking about earlier that was maybe felt like a bit of an imposter. Yeah. Was it, do you think because you'd done the marathons, you kind of earned your stripes a bit, you felt like you could be, maybe be a bit more kind of vocal about it, or was it because it was under the banner of community that you felt? It was definitely vocal? community, for sure. Right. I didn't realise that, like I didn't, I wasn't even really super aware of like run crew culture and run club culture or anything. I was just doing running, like the activity of it, but not really researching like these things or like getting into the whole crew side of it. Oh, so I think that just opened my eye to the whole community side. It didn't feel, I didn't feel like because I'd done a marathon, I'd like had a say in <laughs> what I could. <laughs> no, yeah, what, no. But I, I feel like feeling like having more confidence, I think. Yeah, like, definitely, yeah. Because I remember when I first started sort of, I don't know, like outputting within this space, there was always a little bit of like, not a little bit of self-consciousness, but also like, who are you to yeah, yeah. say X, Y, and Z? But I think someone else who's also been on this podcast, the great Tilly, said that like running belongs to everyone. And I think that sometimes you feel like, mm. I don't know, I've sometimes felt that I, you can ha you can put sort of barriers around um, what level of kind of contact you want to have with the sport. But ultimately, it's like it's for everyone. For like, sure, yeah. I think. Yeah, and I think I, after running the, my marathon, I was kind of like, I can't deny this anymore. I'm a runner. Like, <laughs> I can't go and run a marathon and then be like, You've just oh, yeah, run 26 I'm not, I'm miles. You're I'm definitely not, I'm not a runner. runner. Yeah. So I think it definitely, I was like, you know, I have to step up and, I don't know, kind of help the people that might have been in the same situation that I was in and kind of lead by example and be like, just kind of make running. Seem, I don't know what the right word is, but just make it more acceptable among among like the people that I'm involved with. Who are these people? So we keep talking. <laughs> who are these people? Like, well, well, I've got this image of like this, like, <laughs> like, like sm they're smoking around the back of the school. Like, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I guess I grew up like skateboarding and you know hardcore punk music and all that kind of stuff. So to be like healthy and stuff isn't really. The main priority in those scenes. Right. Okay. Um, but straight edge, though, isn't that a thing? That is fun? a thing. Yeah, for sure. That's a one side of hardcore, and then there's also a big side of like going to hardcore shows and getting wasted and stuff as well. Um, so yeah, I don't know. It just wasn't really my immediate circle. wasn't super into mm. health and fitness, which I see. I feel like it's changing a lot now. I was going to say, yeah. it feels like a lot of running culture is actually borrowing from skate culture now. Yeah, not for borrowing, sure. like they're sort of tipping the cap, like there's a lot of brands that are definitely pulling on certain cues mm -hmm. and stuff like that. And it feels like that um, visual representation of skate culture, that slight DIY sort of thing is definitely present in the running community. Yeah, which I feel like a lot of places have been pulling from uh those kind of scenes for a while. Mm. Um, and that's how I wanted to present the Run Club as well when I started Furies. I wanted it to just have kind of a different aesthetic that makes it more appealing to people that don't run. Mm. That was kind of my main goal. And since doing that, it's created this, like it's brought in just the biggest like misfit crew of people, which is perfect. It represents what the club's about perfectly so is it a club for misfits you think? yeah for sure <laughs> i love that so why why the name furies then why, why did you decide to call it that well i didn't actually come up with the name furies those people 
that got me into running at the start. They already were calling themselves Furies. So I, I did steal the name from them, I guess. <laughs> I have to let everyone know that. I can't just claim that I made up with it. But the name comes from, have you ever seen the old 70s movie, The Warriors? Oh, Set yeah. in New York. Warriors a, come out yeah, to play. Yeah, there's a, yeah, there's a crew on there called the Baseball Furies. Ah, that's where the name comes from. And they've got face paint on as yeah. well, right? And they yeah, all yeah. just wear like the baseball kit baseball and stuff. Yeah. Oh, they're called the Furies, gosh. Yeah, that's where it came from. Oh, okay. I mean, well, I mean, if, any, if you need to pay lip service to anyone, it's them. Let's, let, maybe, yeah. let's maybe not have the film studios listening. No, no. <laughs> you don't do you use think, their, do their logo or their, 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 their text or font or anything. We do, actually. That little, like, teardrop one that's, like, in one side of the T-shirt is, like, the Furies oh, is logo. It? But it's not, like, the main logo that we use. We don't use it much anymore. And, and hey, like... If the film studios listen to this, I doubt they are. But if they are, <laughs> you might be on, on their radar. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know about that. I don't know about that. If they are, come on, guys, it's it's a good thing. Um, so tell me about tell me about some of your members then. Tell me about some of these misfits. Well, yeah, the people that come run with us there's like tattooists, musicians, people that run like record companies, um, a lot of people that play in like hardcore bands, and people from like kind of. Everywhere, really. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah, it's cool. Photographers, artists. Yeah. It's, this, sorry I, to interrupt. No, this is what I love about like the some of these communities and the way that because running is presenting in different ways now. Well, it has been for a couple of years, but like mm -hmm. it, it's bringing in more people who, like yourself, maybe perhaps wouldn't have ever considered it. But I just think that is so cool because it dilutes the pool yeah. in such a cool way that like the creative output of a sport is always going to like elevate and it's going to be seen from so many different angles and perspectives of like like the way your photographer friend might see it will be yep. different to the person who's the musician in the punk band yeah definitely which That's i think cool. is awesome like. yeah i guess running is just the it's not like the main thing it's just the medium or just like the common interest that brings us all together but really it's just about community it's just about all different people coming together from different areas and yeah creating community out of it that's community awesome. is key. It, it, it is, it is. Like, do you feel community is key? But I, I was talking to, um, I've talked to other community founders about this. And I suppose you're like maybe at the beginning of your journey with Furies, you're coming mm -hmm. up to your one year anniversary this October. Like, do you, are you mindful about preserving that? You know, maybe as, as it grows, like as, you know, as maybe, I don't know, brands maybe start to reach out. Like keeping its integrity? Yeah. Yeah, of course. Yeah, definitely. I don't want to just like work with anyone that I don't agree with. I definitely get people reaching out to me a lot that want to work together. But if it doesn't really, you know, if it compromises anything that I do and believe in, then I probably won't do it. Mm. My like, my boss at work gave me a really good piece of advice one time it was like the people you don't work with makes you who you are not the people you do work with sometimes mm. or like the things that you say no to is what makes you who you are so I definitely want to keep it yeah keep its integrity and keep it with that real that true meaning that I started it with but also but I also want to expand it and do as much as I can with it have you had any uh, success stories within the group of people who've like come into it and their running is kind of just I don't know it's changed either they've they've like got fitter or it's like impacted on their lives or pretty much like 90% of the people that have come 
came from a non-running background. Like people that I just know from either skateboarding or yeah, like people that I've met at the pub over the years or parties and stuff have all kind of seen what I'm doing and started coming. And a lot of people's running journey begins like at Furies, which is really cool. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. And how do you start that journey for them? Like as, as you as the kind of community leader, like how do you, first impressions count, right? Yeah, well, I guess I just lead by example because I think if I can get into running and love it this much, then I'm sure anyone can. <laughs> just got a coffee. Yep, thank you. Most welcome. Um, so Sydney Marathon is, is coming up. So this will be going out a few days before Sydney Marathon. But you're not targeting a time for Sydney. You've got a different no. kind of uh, a different kind of a objective for the marathon. Yeah, no, uh, no pace, pace uh, goals for this one <laughs> at all. No, no time that I'm trying to achieve. No, I just I've got this idea of doing like a big Furies bus and trying to get as many people to run all together in a big crew, just to I don't know, just to. Um, get the attendance that they're trying to get and create a good vibe so that they can make Sydney a major. Which, I don't know if that really like matters or not, but I think if it was a major, it would just create a better running culture in the city, I guess. Because when you look at like London and Berlin and stuff, like when the marathon's on, like the whole city comes out to like support and is Sydney hang out not, and stuff like that. Is Sydney not quite there no, yet? No, Sydney's not like that with the Sydney Marathon. I feel like most people are probably just sleeping in and like avoiding the road closures. But hopefully if they make it the major, then it can create that kind of, that culture for like the people that don't run, just to make it a bit of a yearly event. Um, so yeah, the idea is to just get a big bus of as many people as possible and all run together so we can get, get people finishing and what? involved in it. So what does it? So I know, I know oh, this is my slight ignorance here. I know that there is a there's a there's an active campaign to make it one of the majors. Yeah. What are the sort of requirements that they need in order for it to, to get that certification? I think they need a certain amount of attendance. Okay. And they I think the biggest one is they need a certain amount of finishes. Okay. So that's where this whole idea of like trying to make a big support crew to run the marathon together, just to try to get as many people to finish as possible. I see, I see, I see. So if it becomes like more people over the line, the yeah. bigger numbers, they can they can guarantee a sort of bigger cohort of people to... Yeah. I also love that idea though of like pitching that as an offer to someone of like, because I think for some people when they think about the marathon, they think like, oh, it's really goal orientated and time yeah. orientated, like sub four or sub three or like minus 230 if you're one of those kind of <laughs> crazy, of those freaks. crazy <laughs> people. Hey, they do exist, got a lot of love and got a lot of time for them. But like, I think that is quite a cool um, value proposition for someone to be like, we're just gonna, we're just gonna buy it. We're just yeah. gonna go around. It's and just gonna be a big, expensive Sunday long run together. <laughs> Can't wait. Will you be playing music as well? Yeah, I'm hopefully going to bring some music to it, help out with the aid stations and stuff like that. Nice, man. Yeah, it'll be fun. I'm very excited. So, post-Sydney, obviously you'll be going into your summer in Australia. Mm -hmm. What's the sort of future slash plans for Furies? I just want to keep doing as much fun stuff with it as I can. Just get more people running, do more events, try like just push what you can do with a run club. 
do some, I don't know, do parties, do more music stuff, yeah. anything really, yeah. Do you just think, I was just wondering, because you're kind of a cohort of the people at the, at the at members of Furies, mm -hmm. do you think there's opportunities to do stuff that perhaps hasn't been seen within the Run Crew community? For sure. That's the plan, yeah. Are you going to like form a band or something? Maybe, like, yeah. Maybe we will. Have you got enough people in the crew? Have you got like a bassist, a guitarist, do you think? I think so, yeah. I reckon we could. Yeah, I definitely want to just try break down as many barriers as I can with running and just mm. try to do yeah, as much as you possibly can with the run club that might not even involve running. <laughs> like we've already got, I've already got like the, the radio show that I do every month. Talk to me about that. Uh, so it's just, there's like this local radio station called Nomad and I just hit them up and said, hey, I've got this run club, I'm keen to do a radio show once a month. And I guess it just gives the visual aspect of Fury's more context. It's like just all the music that influences the visual side and yeah, just stuff like that. I love that. So, because that's the thing that really stood out to me when you look at your Instagram page is like the visual kind of layout and like the visual kind of um, representation of it. Like, is that is it really heavily influenced in your background in like skate and punk and stuff? Definitely, yeah. I think I just I didn't really like purposely try to make it look like that. It's just like the only way I know how to, mm. because I've grown up seeing how like hardcore bands will promote like a hardcore show and make like a flyer or how like a skate team will make like a flyer for a demo that they're doing or something and yeah. I've just adapted that to the way I promote the run club it's, and it's fun. I like that because there's, there's, there's a lot of stuff spring up, there's, uh, there's stuff spring up in the UK <laughs> of like unsanctioned races and obviously there's like the, 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 the big one of uh, the speed project yeah, and yeah, stuff yeah. like really unsanctioned. Do you think there's more kind of like punk spirit that can be brought into running in terms of in terms of these events and stuff. Yeah, like. for sure. Definitely. I think the whole DIY aspect to running and yeah, events and stuff is the best thing about it. Mm. And it's so easy. I think uh, running does have like a really big DIY kind of culture behind it, especially mm. run crew culture. So what I noticed when I started, it was really relative to yeah, like the hardcore shows that I saw people putting on when I was younger, just doing it out of the fun of wanting to do it. And yeah, I guess DIY culture has just been in run crews forever, right? Mm. Like it's just about someone just getting a bunch of their friends and starting a run together and put on events. And yeah. I suppose it's coming back to what we were talking about earlier of like preserving that as well, but also wanting to have capacity to yeah. expand. Yeah. Well, you do need like money to do some things. Yeah. <laughs> so I will need help eventually. But so far, everything that we've done, and this just goes back to a community. Like I'll reach out to a local like beer company to support drinks for an event and stuff like that. So we don't have to spend any money. And yeah, if you just rely on community like that, you can make stuff happen just on yourself. And have you been getting other help from other members within the running community over there? Like, you know, people like Kev and, and other, like, run crew founders as well. Have they been giving you sort of help and guidance? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's one of the things I noticed when I first started it was, like, them all just, like, reaching out and showing support. Especially um, Voltron from King's Cross Track Club. He's been really helpful. He always, yeah, he's always there to show support and 
help me out when I need to, which is what, really cool. What are some of the pointers? Like, maybe what were some of the things that you wish you'd known when you first started out that you know now? I don't know. I don't think there's really anything. Okay. Yeah. It's been pretty easy. It's just, um, just the little things like just even him just coming to one of my runs, even though he's got so many of his own King's Cross Track Club ones going on. Just him taking time to come to ours and show support is huge. I think it's just comes down to just showing support, really. Have you, I suppose, or have you encountered anyone being like, it's another group. Like, is this going to take away from, yeah. from what I've created? No, I, I actually haven't experienced that at all, which mm. has been amazing. Yeah. It just goes to show that, like, I, I don't know. I think it's because it is such a small, as we were saying before, it's such a small niche community. Mm. Even though, like, millions of people in the world run, the whole run crew side of it is still quite niche. So I think when people see new things, showing up they're not threatened or intimidated by it i think they're like supportive they're like a win for running is a win for everyone right what would be them because i like that i think it mm. is a win ultimately because more and more people coming into the sport it shouldn't be tribal it shouldn't be yeah. about it's our club or no club and um, i mean look at like the athletics clubs in the uk there's mm. hundreds of them and often it's like it's practicalities of like they're just local mm -hmm. or they meet at a time that's good for me yeah. or my mates in that group like yeah, it's yeah. not about like they're really cool or like they give us free <laughs> cold brews after the session or whatever like yeah. but for people who are thinking like oh you know what i'd love to i'd love to find a community or i'd love to grow my own community what would be your advice for someone maybe starting that journey i think you just got to do it i think like if you want something to happen you can't sit around and wait for it to happen you just have to do it which is kind of what happened to me when I was starting it. And since starting it, a lot of people that have come have been like, oh, this is awesome. I've like been waiting for a run club like this for a while because they might've felt like they didn't fit into other run clubs. Um, and I was just like, yeah, well, so was I. That's why I just <laughs> went and did it, you know? Someone had to just, yeah, you just gotta do it. That's the best piece of advice, I reckon. Okay, so for people listening, where can they find you? When do you meet? And yeah, what's the best way to get in touch if they are Sydney-based and looking to join Furies? Furies Run Club is the Instagram page. We meet at Supply Store in Darlinghurst every Wednesday at six o'clock. And that's about it, really. And, we, for, and for Sydney Marathon, what's the what, what do people like? If people are doing it and they're like, oh, okay, I'm I'm looking to join the bus. Like, should they DM you or? I think I'll um. I mean, this will probably come out after, but I'll be posting a big flyer and all the details about that okay. soon. Okay. Yeah, I've got a good, I've got Nina, who's one of the people that runs with us. She's an incredible artist. She's drawing a crazy flyer for it. Okay. So yeah, get ready for that one. It'll be okay. good. <laughs> okay, well that'll be out in the ether by the time this comes out. Well, I wish you all the best for, for the marathon. Um, all the best for the, the future of sort of Furies as it grows and progresses and um, I look forward to joining you on a run next time I'm in Sydney. Can you fly me out to Sydney? Great, that'll be yeah, great. Yeah. No, there we go, there we go. Verbal With all contract. my money from my DIY run club that I've got. <laughs> but no, thank you. Man. No, thank you so much for having me. Appreciate it. A big thank you to Jesse for coming on the show. If you are taking part in the Sydney Marathon, I hope you have a fantastic experience. If you're part of the party bus that Jesse will be leading, I hope it's an absolute blast. 
Check out all of the incredible events that are happening in Sydney as part of the marathon. The subspace in particular looks really, really interesting what they're creating there. And if you are running, have have an amazing race. Copenhagen half marathon as well this weekend. So much road running to come as we move into the autumn. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you are enjoying the podcast. Please do leave us a review from wherever you get your podcasts from. It really helps the show. And I'll see you next time for The Big Run.